Hi there, and welcome to the Law of Living Well podcast, your place to learn how to show up as your best self so that you can succeed at home, in business, and in life. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and as a business owner, lawyer, author, and mum, I understand the challenges that come with making yourself a priority. In this podcast, I share my self-care strategies for well-being and success. Welcome back to the podcast today. I'm so glad that you are here. And today I have an amazing guest who is from Seattle. I met Neil Williams in my mastermind group, um, the one that I've been part of for business. I've been flying up to LA a couple of times over the last six months to be part of a mastermind. And what we do in the mastermind is we, there's only 15 of us, and we gather together from all these different industries and um, talk about our businesses and problem solve and um, yeah, do like come up with creative ideas and all kinds of things like that. And so that's where I met Neil and I love what she does because she helps professional busy women unbusy themselves and be more productive. So um, yeah, the interview today is really, really valuable. And if you are someone who wants to, you know, do more, um, in less time, which I'm definitely one of these people. I want to do more in less time, achieve more, um, have more fun, enjoy more in less time. Then this is a podcast that you should be tuning into because she has got some stellar tips to share with us. Um, I would love for you guys to go to my um, podcast on iTunes or Spotify and leave me a rating. That would be absolutely amazing. It really does help me out if you do that. So the um, ratings are just on the iTunes app. You can pop in there and just give me a rating, leave a review. I would love to hear from you. Love to hear if you are enjoying the podcast. Anyway, let's get stuck into it today. Without further um, ado, I would love to introduce you to Neil Williams. Hi, Neil. How are you? I'm great, Carolee. How are you? I'm awesome. Um, I would love for you to tell the audience all about what you do and who your clients are. Yeah. So first of all, thank you so much for having me on the pod- podcast. So fun. Um, so I'm a life and productivity coach. I was certified through Brooke Castillo's The Life Coach School in 2018. And I'm currently going through master coach certification. So almost done with that, almost master certified. And I typically work with the too busy, overwhelmed working mom. So the mom who's high achieving, wants to um, achieve a lot in her career, but also wants to be a present engaged mom, is also a wife and wants to take care of herself and sometimes feels overwhelmed and like she can't do all those things. That's amazing. I think that what you do is incredible because it is such an area I find in my work um, of people who um, do feel very overwhelmed because they're very busy by all of, mm-hmm. you know, juggling all of life's balls. And um, so what I really wanted to talk to you about today, because I'm so interested in this topic, is the difference between being busy and being productive. Yeah. I would say they're pretty much like opposites of each other. Um, So why don't I define what I consider to be productive and then we can talk about what it looks like to be busy. So productivity in my mind is really the 
the level at which you manage yourself within the time that you do have. So it's your capacity for being able to create whatever it is that you want in your life. So whether it's taking care of yourself and having some health goals, being available to your kids a certain number of hours or a certain amount of time every week, or hitting career goals, whatever it is, the thing that you want in your life, it's your ability to manage yourself in a way that you can guarantee yourself that you can get it. So it's productivity in a different way, I think, than most people look at it. It's just not, it's not just about like production in terms of like getting a bunch of stuff done. And because the way we typically look at it or the way that the industry has kind of um, taught us to look at it is to come at it from our work perspective. So we look at what we create in our work life But the problem with that is then we feel out of balance because we've neglected this whole other piece of our life that is equally, if not more important to us. So I'm looking at planning and scheduling and productivity in a very holistic way where we take into account your whole entire life, all of the priorities that are important to you, not just your work. Yeah. Well, I was talking to someone else yesterday and I asked her what she thought of work-life balance. And for me, you know, I don't have work-life balance because it's just all my life. It's my life. Yeah. All of it is just, you know, it's all kind of in one bubble. And so how do, what are your thoughts about like work-life balance and productivity? Yeah, I think because I come at productivity from a holistic standpoint, kind of just baked into what I teach and the way that I coach my clients is that we take into account all the things that are important. So not just work. Um, Typically, I'm working with women who really love the work that they do in the world and that they're contributing at a high level, but then they also feel the guilt and maybe the overwhelm for letting some of the other pieces of their life slide. They think that they're maybe doing it wrong. But the way that I look at it is you get to decide on all of it. And balance to me does not mean we spend equal amounts of time on all of our priorities. It's really just making sure that all of our priorities have real estate in our calendar and that we're getting to the things that are the most important within those priorities every single week. To me, that's what brings balance. Because I think it ebbs and flows, right? In the different seasons of our life. I mean, even for this year, for me, the first half of the year, much more of my time and focus and attention is on my business because I want to be able to take some extra time off to be with my son in the summer when he's done with school. (laughs) Although now I have extra time right now that I can anticipate with him. We all have extra time right now, (laughs) which is amazing. Yes. Yes, it is so great. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So I don't think we can do that in a vacuum and I don't think it's like set it and it's done forever. I think the way that I coach my clients is to create a schedule that is resilient and that ebbs and flows with life. So I don't really focus on number of hours for any particular thing necessarily. It's more that what you want is on your calendar and that the way that you have yourself and your schedule set up, it supports the life that you really want to live. Yeah. So what I like often see as I see um, women in either either the ones that I work with that are going through divorce or in my um, law practice or in my wellness um, work, I see women that are like super, super, super busy and stressed Mm -hmm. and overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. but they're kind of turning the wheels and nothing's like outputting for them, which kind of overwhelms them even more. So how do you get someone to move from that space 
to be yeah. uh, in a productive space because that is so important for our wellness, right? That we're not just so busy that we're exhausting ourselves. Yeah. And so this is kind of like my whole mission is to eradicate this like too busy disease that we have um, kind of bought into in a sense. And busyness for me is not all the things that are on our calendar and all the things that we're doing. It's really what's in our brain. So that's where busyness comes from. So if you think about it, like if you have a million thoughts running through your brain and you're not having someone help you kind of like manage that or you're not self-managing it, that's what creates the overwhelm. That's what creates the stress. It's all that I should be doing this. I haven't gotten to this. When will I do this? How am I going to get to this? There's too much to do. There's not enough time. All of that stuff is just these messages, this voice in our head that runs kind of on autopilot. That's the thing that causes the overwhelm and the stress. It's not necessarily the things. It's right. the way we're thinking about all yeah. the things. That totally yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I'm a life coach, because that's what we do, right? We look at life coaches' whole job is to dig into the subconscious brain and figure out what those voices are that are running on default that are causing the overwhelm and the stress or just not serving you and bringing those to the forefront so that you have the ability to see them and then change them, which is, you know, kind of most of the work that I do. So it's really about like recognizing, like if you're feeling really overwhelmed in the work that you're doing or in your life, whether it's home or at work to then actually recognize the busyness, you know, where is that coming from and working out what your priorities are? Is that sort of? Yeah, I think that that's a great way to describe it. So it is like just recognizing what's happening in your mind when you're telling yourself you're too busy. And it's almost like, it's almost like this habitual thing that we have um, created in our society, right? Especially for the people who are high achieving and like to set goals and like go after them and just keep reaching for the next next level, next level. It's we tell ourselves that, that we're busy and you see it all the time. So when you greet someone and you ask someone, how are you? And they're like, I'm so busy. Yeah, that's just what we automatically say, isn't it? Yes, it's like our default response. And if you notice the words that you're saying to other people, that is like an inroad into what's happening in your sub- subconscious. So if you're saying that out loud to other people or even saying it to yourself, it's because it's running around in your brain. So And it just doesn't serve us, right? When you think that you're too busy, it feels overwhelming. Yes. And then most people, when they're overwhelmed, don't go out and do anything productive. Yeah. What usually happens when we're overwhelmed is we freeze or we stop or we we really want to go back to bed and just put our head under the covers or we want to binge on Netflix or we want a snack to make ourselves feel better or something like that. And if you notice that if that's the behavior that we're doing when we're overwhelmed, we're really wasting time, which is just fulfilling that belief that we have that we're too busy. So it's this vicious cycle that that runs around. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I find it really amazing too. For me personally, like when I have downtime, like this couple of weeks while I'm in isolation with the coronavirus um, situation, or, you know, when you go on holiday or when you hop on an airplane to go somewhere and you have that space um, and all the busyness settles, how creative you can be and how yes. things like that, you know, you haven't given your mind any time to actually um, think about, you can really yeah. like resolve all these issues because you've got all this space and downtime. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's an amazing observation. And that's actually one of the things that I have 
um, in my program, I have my clients schedule in to their week. And it sounds crazy, but I have them schedule in time to think. Because I think this is one of the reasons that we we think we're too busy. We don't have the time to just like push the pause button. If you think about this, I'll have so many clients and I've done this for myself that have said, if I could just go to an island for like two weeks and just like, just work, right? And then I would get all caught up and then everything would be fine. So to simulate that into your, in what you're really saying is I want some time and space away to think and to just like, you know, just be by myself. And so what I do is I have my clients simulate that every week by scheduling in a block of time just to think. And that sounds crazy that you would schedule time to think, but what happens is exactly what you just said. If you let yourself think, your brain is like the best Google machine that there ever was. Like yes. it, You can input anything into your brain and it is a problem-solving machine. So it's going to come back and give you solutions and it's going to be working on it even when you don't realize it's working on it. So if you give yourself that space, ask yourself maybe a question um, that you want the answer to or some problem that you're um, struggling with, and I just ask your brain what might be a solution, you're going to get some answers. And so that's why it's so important to have this thinking time in your schedule. And it's just like what you described. When you have the time and space away, your brain offers up so much to you that you just weren't paying attention to before. Yeah, it's, it is actually so amazing how that works because in your mind, you're like, I don't have time to have downtime. I don't yes. have time to have a holiday. I don't have time to um, meditate or have that thinking space. And yes. I guess then it becomes like this perpetual like busyness. Yeah, because when you stop and let yourself think, what you're doing is you're like letting things come out of your brain. So the brain was is not designed as like a storage container. That is not what its function is. Although that's what a lot of us do is we like to store things in our brain, but that's where a lot of the overwhelm comes from because that's just not what the job of the brain is. The brain is a processor. And so it likes to process things not hold things. And so when you give yourself that time and space to think, you're actually processing. You're not just holding information in it. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest differences. Yeah. That's so amazing. Um, so what do you think about being someone who's kind of doesn't really have a schedule versus someone who does have a schedule? Like how important is diarizing <laughs> things or, or just sort of um, going with the flow in terms of being busy and productivity. Yeah. So most people that come to me feel like they're too busy and they're feeling overwhelmed. They're not achieving or creating as much in their life that they want. And so these are the people that I take through a program where I have them create their ideal schedule. And so, you know, sometimes it's like, this is not for everyone. I don't want to suggest that everyone needs to have a schedule to be productive because there are some people who just figure out on their own like free-flowing ways to create a lot. But there, those also aren't the people that are coming to me complaining that they're too busy and they can't get enough done. So I think if, if you're in that camp where you just feel like you're letting your health go or you're not spending the time that you want with your kids or you find yourself overworking, meaning you're working too much or too long, or you're trying to solve for not getting enough done by using more time, then that is the point where I would suggest that you do set up a schedule so that 
all of your priorities get real estate in it so that you're completing things in the most productive way, meaning in the smallest amount of time possible. And that's, I, I pro, this is the thing that like moves the needle. This for me was like, I was in a corporate job who, that required me to work about 60 hours per week. And after I had my son, it was really hard for me to maintain that and still feel like I was present and engaged as a mom. I was feeling like he was in daycare all the time. Like someone else was always yeah. watching him except me. And I just got tired of that. And the convention, everything that I went, like every solution that anyone gave to me was like, well, you should probably just go part-time then. You should probably just reduce your hours at work. And I just wasn't, that was not the solution to me. I felt like there was something else. And so what I learned, I went on this, basically this productivity journey, like how do I do this job, but not work this massive amount of overtime? And I figured it out. So it is totally possible. I ended up taking that 60-hour job and moving it to 40. And even now I'm working 30 hours a week in that corporate job while I'm still building this business. I'm working, you know, doing my life coaching and productivity business and that's growing amazingly. But I don't feel overwhelmed. I don't feel like I'm too busy. And people say that to me all the time, just like you mentioned earlier, like people look at you and all the things that you're creating and they're like, man, you must be so tired and so busy. And I'm like, no, I'm really not. Like I'm energized because I get to do everything that I want to do in my life. And that's the whole point of it. And that makes such a big difference when you're actually doing the things that you really love and that you're passionate about. That's where, you know, you don't need to worry about work-life balance because it's all your life and you're enjoying everything that you're doing, whether it's at home or sitting with your laptop or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, Yeah. And I have people comment all the time as well when they look at me, they're like, oh my goodness, how do you run a law practice and write books and do the podcast? There's always something and it's, and I'm still not that busy. Yeah. Right? Because you believe that there's plenty of time for all of it. Whereas most other people feel like they're coming from the scarcity side of it where there's not enough time. I'm not getting enough done. And I can't, right? Yeah. There's just not, it's not possible. And do you think as well, like with priority? So when we're talking about people looking after their health, so for me, you know, that's um, making sure that you're home cooking and you're making mm-hmm. um, food with real ingredients and you're not, you know, so it takes a little bit more time, but not a lot of, a lot more time. Um, do How much of it is priorities, you know, versus, versus like what you don't really want to be doing, mm-hmm. you know, because we can sort of be like, oh, we're too busy to cook. We're too busy to look after ourselves or we're too busy to exercise. Um, you know, how do you move that mindset? Yeah, I think that's a choice, right? So, And the basis of everything that I do is based on priorities. So we schedule everything around the priorities and what's most important to you because that in the, in the long run, that's really the only thing that matters, right? Because that if your priorities are represented in your calendar and in your schedule, you're going to be living the life that you want to live because you've represented all of them there. Yeah. And So for some people, health is not as high a priority as for others, right? And for some people, health may mean I'm getting to the gym, but I'm not cooking dinner. Or health may mean I'm going to cook dinner at home, but I'm not going to get to the gym, right? So it's such an individualized thing. Um, For me, yeah, cooking and being at home is a really important piece of me taking care of me and me taking care of my family. Um, But that's not true for everybody. So that's why it's just everybody's story is a little bit different in how that looks. Yes, absolutely. 
You mentioned before, um, which I'm sure that all my listeners are super interested in, about how you um, learn how to work um, smarter and not harder and cut your hours down but was still doing the exact same job. What are your top three tips on on how to do that? Because that, you know, we all want to be able to do that. Yeah. So I think the very first thing that I would say is plan ahead. And the way that looks is, so I have my clients plan a week in advance. I've had them plan their whole week out. And the way that we figure out what that is going to look like is first we put our priorities on the calendar, but then when we're thinking about like actual work, what we want to produce, I have them do what I call a brain dump. So I just have them spend like the first five or 10 minutes of the week and they write down all the things that they want to create. So accomplish during the week. And so this is, this is the first thing because we have to get what's running around in your head, what you're trying to store in your brain out on paper. That's going to already clear away some space in your brain to think at a higher level, to be more productive just because you have more free mental energy and and emotional energy. Yeah. Yeah. So get it out of your brain, get it on a piece of paper where you can see it. That's my first tip. And then after that, what I would have you do is prioritize all those things, like number them from one to whatever. And remember that these are the things you want to accomplish for the week or if you're planning for the month, for the month. So they're going to be completed. That's the other thing that's really important is most people, when they plan, if they do make a plan or schedule, they'll have like a time block on their calendar and it will be to like work on something. And that's one of the biggest mistakes that I, that I say people make is because as humans, what we do is just our human nature to fill up our time. So if you tell your brain you're going to work on something for say two hours, what's going to happen is you will work on it for two hours. You won't complete it. You're, you're basically telling your brain that it has like an indefinite deadline to complete that thing. So the way around that to really like this is one of the main things that helps me cut back the hour so much was deciding ahead of time how much time I was going to give myself to complete that thing. Now, this sounds crazy and most people are going to probably thinking right now who are listening to me to say that, how am I supposed to know how long it takes? Right? right. Yeah. And the, the answer to that, which is not something everyone likes to hear, is you just decide. Like you decide. So if I have proj- this project to complete, I'm going to give myself two hours to complete it. And at the end of that two hours, it's going to be done. So this is what's so different about the way that I have my people schedule versus what most people do. Because at the end of the week, once we've done this with every single thing on your list, you've decided how much time and you then transfer it all to your calendar. You can see by Friday, everything that you're going to complete. Right. Most people start their week and they say, well... I'm not sure exactly when I'll get this done. I know it's kind of like looming and I should work on it, but they don't have, they could never tell you when it would actually be completed. And that's a huge difference in the way that I have people approach their work. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm definitely going to try that because for me, I, you know, you set out to do a task, but it kind of has this open-ended, like never ending Mm -hmm. scenario. (laughs) (laughs) So I can see how it could like, you could be so much more productive by going, I'm just going to give that thing 30 minutes. Yep. Or I'm just going to give that, you know, yeah, two hours. Yeah. 
Totally. And then you, then you go at it. Like, I mean, remember when you were in school and you had like an hour to get a test done, there yeah. was no option to have longer than that. Right. That's right. Yeah. And you, just and you finish the and test in an hour. Yeah. And you do yeah. it. Yeah. Because you know, at the end of that time, that's it. There is no more time. It has to be completed in this hour. And if you approach your work in that same way, I am not kidding you. You could probably cut the, the time in half. And also like for our perfectionists out there that can also sort of put a little bit of a um, timeline, you know, on that, like with me writing my book that I've just um, written, which is now in print nourishing Mm -hmm. you. If I still had, if I didn't have a timeline that that had to be at the printers by to be ready for mother's day was the sort of plan with the book. um, You know, I'd still be tweaking it now. Yeah. Right. And if you think about it, like my clients and your clients were very similar group of people, right? High achieving women who are doing all the things and are amazing in the world. And they do have the perfectionist tendency, right? We want our stuff to be like at the highest quality. But if you're thinking about productivity, there's a balance of that. Yes, we don't want to put crap out. We don't want to like have very low quality, low standards for ourselves. But we also don't have to try and strive for perfection because perfection is not even really something that's attainable. So somewhere in the middle of that, maybe it's B level work, which for most of us would like, a lot of us would like cringe at that, right? Yeah. But if you're going for productivity and you're trying to go for completion, then B level work will suffice. Well, and B-level works better than never getting it out because you're too worried about it being perfect. Totally. And I mean, how many times do, you know, like how many things have you got in a Dropbox or on your desktop that you have never got out because you're too worried about it not being perfect? Right. Right. And you think about all the people who aren't being served because we're so worried about our own perfectionist tendencies, right? And so if you think about it, from the people who could be served by you getting it out and you just getting over yourself and that perfectionist piece of you, you could contribute to the world in such a bigger way and in a faster way. Absolutely. Well, it's been awesome talking about productivity today versus busyness. And um, how how do people find you? The best way to find me, I guess two ways, they could um, find me on my podcast called Unbusy Your Life, and or they could go to my website, www.neawilliams.com. Great. And I'll link you in my show notes as well. So anyone who wants to find you can find go to my website, caroliefontanelli.com, and I'll link your website in there and your podcast so that we can learn more about unbusying ourselves and being more productive. Awesome. Thank you so much, Carolee. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye.